Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You, a friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. How's it going? Not bad. How are you doing? How are you uh, doing? Um, yeah, not bad, thanks. First time I've done that. Well, first that could have been a catchphrase. But it's got it's got sort of, um, you know, sleazy connotations. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so, back again. This time, season two. Yes, so we've done our two highlights of season one, mm-hmm. and we're on to season two. We're whipping through them. We are. We'll be at that last episode before we know it. <laughs> and we're doing it snake style. Snake style, yes. So you chose last for season one, so you're choosing first for season season two. two. I am. And were you surprised or not surprised about the one I chose? Well, you know the answer to that because I said to you when you went, oh, yes, that one. I said, yes, I knew you were going to choose that one. (laughs) And was it that one? It was that one. I mean, when you said, oh, that one, I don't mean you said the name of it. And yeah. then you just said, oh, that one. <laughs> and I knew which one it was because I knew you would choose it. And I was right. Um, so I really loved season two. Um, it was when I sort of first really got into Friends. I know we said, like, season one I did watch some and I think mm. the one with the poker was my first episode. Yeah. But season two is when I really... Mi- remember being a fan I guess you sort of you've watched summer season one and then you're like when season two comes along it's the yeah. new you're, you're, and you're already a half it, fan. you're watching it from the start as well yeah and you're watching it as a fan then so yeah I've got some very fond memories of season two and I still think it's up there in terms of the seasons mm, interesting so I had yeah quite a few to choose from one of the obviously the main ones of season two is the prom video one which we've already done Yes, of course, we did. But uh, that would have been a consideration otherwise. Um, The one after the Super Bowl, again, was a very important episode for me, and Mm -hmm. I might have chosen that, but it's a two-parter again. Yeah, it's always tricky, isn't it? Uh, Two Parties was another one I considered, because I love that one. you often talk about that one. But the one I went for is the episode I probably think I've seen the most out of any of the episodes. Whoa, for real? Bold Claims. Wow. I mean, it's, yeah, maybe the one where no one's ready might give it a run for its money, but I think it had enough run repeats before that one. Yes, I see what you mean. And by repeats, I mean me watching it again and again and again. (laughs) But also, it was repeated again and again. (laughs) I've gone for The One with Russ, Season 2, Episode 10. The one with Ross, did you say? No, I didn't, actually. I said the one with Ross. Let's oh. <laughs> see how you can get confused. <laughs> what, so who's this Ross guy? <laughs> well, who is this Ross guy? Can you give us... Oh, a summary? A little summary. Joey gets a great acting opportunity on Days of Our Lives. Rachel dates a guy called Russ, who is amazingly similar to Ross. Oh! <laughs> and Monica renews her relationship with... Fun, in inverted commas, Bobby. But finds out Bobby is only fun when he's drinking. <laughs> well, that's given quite a lot away, actually. I know, and sort of in a quite a sort of flat, boring way. It's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, this is, this is the storyline. He's only fun because he's drinking. Goodbye. <laughs> I won't bother watching that because pretty much told me what's happened. 
No Phoebe? Um, no, I was about to say that. No mention of Phoebe or Chandler. But to be fair, as we'll find, they didn't really have a storyline. No, true. They were the... Um, just, the, just the sit-arounders. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, facilitators? Facilitators? Not yes, even facilitators. Not, not even really facilitators. No, just bystanders. <laughs> yeah, that's more. I mean, Phoebe had a little bit of facilitation. I suppose Chandler did in a way, mm. but, mm, yeah. Mainly, well, mainly just bystanding. We'll see. Right, did we? Where did we start this time? Um, I think it's at the start. Is it? Oh yes, I, but I meant where oh. were we starting? Where were we starting? Yes. Where's the start? Not the coffee Not house. The coffee house. I don't know why I bothered giving up that theory because since it happened, never the coffee never house. The coffee house. An unusual. Um... Also, your ring structure thing hasn't really come to bear either. Oh yeah, I've got to keep thinking about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that last time. Uh, right. Oh, yeah, no, it didn't. So I was trying to remember what was the end credits. Yeah. No, yeah, true. But an unusual opening. It's uh, outside. Yeah. We've oca- we occasionally see this sort of, um, yeah, this sort of street corner yeah. <laughs> <New> set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see it a couple of things. Yeah. Um, One but... new stand and, yeah, sort of like, as I say, like corner, corner of a street. Yeah. I was trying to think there was one um, with Rachel's sister, and it's one of my favourite lines. Oh, yeah. Because she thinks that um, Ross, she thinks this food seller on that corner is Ross. <laughs> she says, hi, Ross, and he, this person who's not Ross ignores her. <laughs> He's rude. He's rude. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Really good. But this time, they're looking at the newspaper stand at 1am. 1am. They're such youngsters. They can sort of go out to 1am. And uh, because it's outside scene, unusual sort of coats, coats and scarves. You know, you see them sort of wearing more outerwear. I know, because I think this is supposed to be sort of set at winter time. Mm. Um, But yeah, big, nice coat from Phoebe. That was the only one I noticed. (laughs) Big red coat. Child had a scarf on. I noticed that. Don't see him wearing a scarf right I mean, we're really getting into fashion a little bit too uh, early. I, I just wanted to say, you know, you don't often see them wearing coats. We'll put it. We'll put it in winter. Well, this the reason they're there because it's Joey's first review. Yeah, it's unclear what he's been in. No, yeah. So he played the part of the king. The king, yeah. Unnamed king. Yeah. I mean, what were you thinking? Because I originally thought Shakespeare, but then I thought, oh, well, they name the kings in Shakespeare. So I'm thinking, oh, Camelot. Or and also, can Joey really do Shakespeare? <laughs> well, it might be an interpretation. <laughs> yeah. A modern interpretation. Yeah, I don't know what sort of thing, uh, play you'd be in where you're called the king. No, and but... he obviously had a quite a main part. Yeah, well, the king. Because <laughs> he was... And, and Phoebe saw his main part. Oh, hello. <laughs> that's, that's very nicely done, actually. Thanks, thanks. Because we get uh, a lot of, well, not a lot, but several, um, Penis, what's the word? Double entendres? Yeah, but um, like another word for it. What's like when you have another word for something? Joe's penis pseudonym. Yeah, sort of <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. This one was, Phoebe said, maybe wear underwear next time. I mean, who wouldn't wear underwear when they're on stage? But anyway. I know, unusual. Um, and she said, I could see your royal subject. Yeah, which suggests that he was wearing some kind of tunic or something, wouldn't it be? Yeah, I suppose so. if he was wearing... You know, trousers, that yeah. would be an issue. Yeah, royal subject. <laughs> so there's the first one. There's the first one. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking it's some kind of Camelot thing, sort of Camelot vibe. Oh, right. 
sort of tunic, sort of medieval times. That's yeah, what I was sort of thinking. Okay. What happened? Knights of the Round Table, that kind of idea. Yeah, that's Who sort of was thing. the king then, then? Who's the king, king in that? King Arthur? Oh, yeah, he's got a name. Hmm. I think it's just sort of, I imagine it being some really awful play where it's not really based on anything. It's just, you know, there happens to be a king in it. <laughs> happens to be a king who's the main part, but has no name, but wears a tunic. So, yeah, Joe's all excited about his first review. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Turn no. So they start, they all get different newspapers. Oh, it's like that thing of, you know, you need WH Smith and, oh, it's not a library. I think they should buy them and then... Yeah, that's true. We didn't really see the seller. And what's the worst seller out there at 1am? Yeah, no, it's hot off the press. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, early editions. Um, but yeah, they've all got, well, they've got different newspapers and... Uh, I can't remember who Chandler reads the first one. I think it's Joey himself who reads oh, the first right. one. And not, it's not good. No. It's not good. Um, but also quite... A, so it says, um, the only thing worse than the mindless adolescent direction was Joey Trebiani's disturbingly unskilled portrayal of the king. I mean, it's very harsh, isn't it? It is a bit harsh. Also, I mean... mindless adolescent direction. They're quite unusual... Um... What is it? Minus adolescent direction? M- mindless. Oh, Mindless. That's quite an unusual um, description, I would say. I wonder what sort of direction it could be where it was adolescent. Yeah, and also I wonder if it's like um, maybe a review that someone's got. I would sort of do that, wouldn't you? If you were a writer or a director on this, oh. wouldn't you reuse like an awful review you'd got just to sort of that sock it to them? That would be quite good, but would you get um, done? Well, no, you're just reading out someone else's, you know. Because you've out. plagiarised their... I suppose, yeah, because you're not reading out their actual newspaper. No. I mean, it would... Maybe you can sort of... Something that generic, mm. yeah. I'm sure it's fine. What sort of confused me a little bit was, like, when they were going to get to see the reviews, mm. Monica said to him, oh, you're amazing as a king. I was really impressed. I was. Yeah. As if she was, like... I don't know. Oh, I guess because they always sort of pretend he's good. And yeah. He actually. Yeah. But in this, she genuinely thought he was good. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Right, right. But what I also, like, how did they think he was really good, but then he got such terrible reviews? Yeah, but I suppose there is a long, like, I don't know why he's being reviewed in newspapers, when that, but that's obviously, some, you know, quite a high level. Yeah. Maybe they, you know. Maybe they're so good used... enough for your friends. Yeah. They're so used to his bad, really bad performances. Mm. This was just bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he's all upset. Mm. So Charlie says to Phoebe, oh, you read yours. Yeah. See if it's any better. And then she reads out the same one. (laughs) Yeah, starts to read exactly the same one. So he says, yeah, someone else has got a different newspaper. (laughs) Ross. But Ross doesn't want to read his. His is too awful. Oh, dear. Yeah, I wonder what I mean, it must be a big play that is being reviewed in several newspapers. Yeah, because then Monica reads hers and she does this bit that's quite good where she has to skip to another... Yeah, so she says, oh, wait, because Joey gets all despondent and goes, I'm going to quit. But Monica goes, wait, wait until you've heard heard mine. I think you'll like this and starts reading what sounds like it's going to be a... A good review. Good review. In a mediocre play, Joseph Tribbiani was able to achieve brilliant new levels of... Continued on page. page 135. <laughs> Sucking. Oh. I mean, I probably, if I was more, I probably would have checked that before. <laughs> so, <laughs> before going. But yeah, it was a good good bit. It was a good bit. 
Um, but yeah, it suggests that that was quite early on in the paper, the beginning of the review. Yeah, like front front page, front page. Is normally when you get see later on. So you know, it must be it must be quite the play mm. he's got himself in. Quite the unnamed play. <laughs> so that was worth them all staying up till one a.m. Oh dear. But yeah, Joey's basically now going to quit. Yeah, quit acting. He's been done acting for ten years. Ten years, apparently. I know. Because how old is he supposed to be at this point? They were sort of mid twenties, were they supposed to be? I guess he could be twenty six. So he's been doing it since he was sixteen. Mm. So then, scene two is in the girls' apartment. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it starts with Joey sort of, oh, you know, mm. he's given up acting. So oh, he says sad. he used to want to be a vet. Oh, yes. But you had to put your hand up cow's bottom and stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're a vet in New York, would you still have to do that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't imagine there's many cows coming to no. surgery. No, you are allowed to be sort of a yeah, domestic pet <laughs> vet. But still, I don't imagine it's, you know, it's not certainly not for me. No, not for me either. But if that was the only thing holding you back, the cow yeah. thing. You still have to get sort of lumps off fish eyes. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, what's the point of fish? Just let it go. <laughs> no offence. No offence to all those fish lovers out there. <laughs> um, yeah, so Joe's all sad. Yeah. And then Ross comes in all sad. Hi. Hi. Very Ross. Very Ross. The classic hi from Ross. Yeah. Classic early Ross high, I feel. Yeah, I know. I didn't really think that was um, such a thing that early on. Oh, no, what I meant was you didn't really see it much later on. I thought that was quite an early... Oh, an early thing. ...thing. Oh. But that, and what we'll talk about in a minute, but that kind of slow-talking... Yes, yeah. ...drawing words out thing. That definitely is. But I feel like the high did carry on. Hi. Hi. Oh, you know it. He, and he's always seemed to be in a little bit of a sulk, Ross, <laughs> some, of some <laughs> various things. Um, but this time, why was he upset? Um, something about the museum. A stegosaurus fell over oh, and trapped a kid. Oh, dear. That's not good. They shouldn't really be sort of near enough climbing on them, should they? No. And also... I guess, like, oh, that would be a bit sucky, but it's not really got anything to do with him. I mean, he's not in security. <laughs> no. I don't imagine he was the one who had to sort of prize the stegosaurus. It, I imagine off. that he was sort of more annoyed about damage that might have happened uh, to the yeah, stegosaurus. <laughs> I see, that does make sense. <laughs> but his boo picks up because he sees a jacket. A jacket he doesn't recognise. Well, he does recognise. Oh, yeah. It's from Bobby. It's from Bobby. Is it from Bobby? It's from Bobby. It's from Bobby. Now, this is the first time we've seen from Bobby, is it? Yes. Or, right, yeah. Because there's reference to the fact that Monica went out with him before. Yeah, so I think it's sort of an on and off relationship. Mm. Um, but from and he obviously doesn't live in New York, so they said he's back in town. Oh yes. Or you know he's moved away or whatever, been away. That's right. But he's back in town, so he's picked things up with Monica. Oh. Now, um, should we get into thoughts about the fun Bobby early doors? As a sub-scene? Yeah. Right, go for it. Do you think even, well, alluding to what happens later on, um, but do you think he was fun to begin with? Um, not really on the evidence we've got. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, but the presumption is there may have been, you know, wild anecdotes oh, that we didn't right. get to hear. Yeah. We don't get to see much of actual fun Bobby. <laughs> no. And I guess, uh, uh, Phoebe does allude to an anecdote where she says about, and also about him in Connecticut. 
she said about him telling an anecdote where he woke up in a dumpster. Oh, in yeah. Yeah. Does that sound like a fun? Oh, is that? I don't know. It's yeah. I think it's that sort of yeah. That someone we wouldn't consider fun. Someone. But would um someone like Rachel consider that fun? No, but she's quite quiet on the subject. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. I imagine Rachel probably hating him. (laughs) Um. Also, I can. I sort of see. I think you've got a bit of prejudice against Fun Bobby because um he breaks quite early doors. One of your golden rules. Well, that was also what I wrote down. I said Fun Bobby, really fun? Question mark. Question mark. Picking up. Yes. (laughs) So when Ross says, and then Fun Bobby comes into the room. And um, he sort of goes, oh, what, what's happening? What are we doing? Yeah. And everyone's saying, oh, we're trying to cheer up Joey. Yeah. So Fun Bobby says to Joey, do you need me to pick you up? As I kind of, it's supposed to be like, oh, you know, um, yeah, pick, pick you, you up, up, make you feel better. Yeah. He means literally pick you yeah, up. Yeah. And, and what is your golden rule? Um, Don't pick people up. People don't want to be picked up. Yeah. Because even though Joey sort of says he seems to like it, I don't know that you would, because he sort of, sort of shakes him. Yeah, because he, re- he sort of picks him up. Off the floor and then sort of, you know, shakes him up and down. Yeah, up and down. It doesn't look like it's massive amounts of fun. No. I suppose as an adult, you you know, you get your kicks where you can. (laughs) I suppose so. It sort of looks more like it would hurt to me. Yeah, I think you're sort of coming to grip quite hard around the ribs. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You're bruising. (laughs) He bruises like a peach. Don't do it to Ross. He bruises like a peach. Um, yeah, so I'm unsure about Fun Bobby. Oh, right. Gotta be honest. You don't want even to... early doors. Um, also, do you want to sort of explain your backstory about you know why you don't think people should be picked, picked up? up? I mean, do it need explaining? Well, it's just like how often is it happening in adult life that you've actually got a rule about it? Well, I just sort of think if you ever see someone being picked up, they don't like it. Right, but I'm like, never seeing that. Though. Well, oh. I think the first time I brought it up was when we were watching Pointless. Oh, yeah. TV show, quiz show, Pointless. And someone won um, and they were so excited, they sort of hugged the host but then picked him up. Oh, yeah. And he looked very awkward. Yeah. I mean, he's quite an awkward man anyway, but... Yeah. I just sort of think there's a... Um... They wouldn't have been able to pick up his side host, his no, side kick. that's true. Six Too foot, tall. Six foot seven or something. Yeah. No, I guess it's a. It feels like a bit of a dominance play, doesn't it? I was going to say when you said that, I thought, yeah, that's a real dominance play over that TV host. Yeah, because you can't. If you're being picked up, there's very little you can do. Well, actually, that's not true. Because you can punch them in the face. <laughs> no, if anyone ever tries to pick me up, I do the thing where I, like dogs do oh, yeah. when they're trying to, you know, they don't want to go in the, the bar. Table. Yeah, <laughs> go in the bar. You're just really sort of able to sort of pull your weight down. Yeah, and toddlers as well. Oh, Just yeah. make yourself go really heavy and mm. sort of an odd shape. Force yourself down so they can't pick you up. Another sort of say, it's on the same level is tickling, I think. Yeah, that's true. I don't, yeah. No one wants to be tickled, tickled. really. No. Because that's sort of dominance as well, like dominating someone. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing that you do sort of really kind of want to sort of lash out. Because it's harder to tell someone you don't want to be tickled because you're sort of trying to sort of, yeah, laugh and get your breath and And, and, panic. (laughs) Sort of thrashing around. No, no thank you. No picking up, no tickling. No tickling. And I imagine Fun Bobby is the sort of person who would tickle Yeah, I do. And sort of mainly women. I don't like Fun Bobby. <laughs> You've taken again Fun Bobby. Do you prefer Fun Bobby um, 
for sober or non-sober. I would get for Varum's non-sober. No, sober. Yeah. <laughs> Got the wrong one. Yeah, sober. To be honest, I quite like Design I Date about <laughs> the hardware store. <laughs> well, we'll get on to that. So, yeah, we've alluded to it, but the, so they've sort of had an evening of it, haven't they, in the girls' apartment? Yes. You don't often get to see them sort of drinking wine and stuff, no, do you? No, I sort of think about that poker poker um, episode. Yeah. And they're sort of drinking while playing poker, but yeah, not really. Unless they're having a party. A party, but then it's never really sort of wine, is it? No. Um, having those cups where Yeah. <laughs> in charge of cups. And they often do like cocktails and stuff, don't they? But. I don't think you very often see them drinking mm. wine. But anyway, hardly any of them have drank wine. Because um, they say, oh, we've got through a lot of wine tonight. This is after Fon Bobby's left. Yeah. They've got five empty bottles. Yeah. So everyone sort of says how much they've had. Proper old lightweights. Oh, I only had one glass. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe they had an early appointment in the morning. <laughs> maybe they're none Fon fun Bobby. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're all sort of tossing up two glasses, one glass, one glass, two mm. glass. Chandler's had it in a mug, mug, <laughs> a dinosaur mug. <laughs> I quite like that because yeah, you're sort of in your twenties, you haven't got quite enough set. So yes. if I'm, you, she would have six glasses, they like Monica, you feel like would have more, but anyway, you'd have sort of six glasses, your six friends. But because Fun Bobby's there, Chandler's got to have it in a mug. <laughs> That's true, but then Ross wasn't there, oh, so maybe yeah. just um, Chandler fancied it in a mug. Yeah. No, I like the idea that, yeah, they haven't got enough glasses. <laughs> so they sort of toss it up, and it, the totting up only amounts to two bottles. Two bottles, yeah. So Fun Bobby's had three. That is quite a lot to get That through. is a lot. And he didn't seem that drunk. No, I think if you had three bottles of wine, you would be staggering out the door, even if your tolerance is quite high. Yeah, I guess It's that's... not like it's over a day. It's not like you've been afternoon drinking. This is like an evening thing. No, that's true. And he's sort of slurping on people's wines as he goes out as well. Oh, yeah. Mm. He's, Mines, had, he's had a lot. It was he mind-sweeping. He was a bit. So, yeah, then the conversation comes up about Fon Bowie's drinking. Yeah, um, between the friends. Yeah, mm. and whether they've ever seen him not drink. Yeah. And Monica says, to be fair, we're only going out places where you drink. You know, you're going to wine tasting. Mm. You're obviously drinking. You're going to a club or a zoo. Oh, no. The club or the zoo. Yeah, who would dr- who would drink at a zoo? <laughs> Outrageous. She's never heard of Zoo Lake. <laughs> yeah, Zoo Lake. One of the best things you can do in London. Do you think they'll still... Presumably they didn't do it last year for COVID. Do you think they'll oh, carry... yeah. Do it this year? Well, I feel like we talked about this on the podcast before. Did we? Zoo Lakes. Yeah, oh. we said about how the fact they had to close it down because someone punched a bird in the face. <laughs> You've embellished that. It wasn't the face. <laughs> Just punched a bird, that was all. <laughs> That's the trouble. That's why you don't have alcohol at a zoo. Yes, because you're punching a bird in the face slash wing. <laughs> yeah, slash. I don't think they did do that because you can't get access to birds. No, because I feel like, what bird are you punching that's sort of not able to move away quick enough? I suppose they, the only ones, those sort of flamingo things were out and about, weren't oh, they? yeah. You could get access to those and they wouldn't be able to sort of fly away. Fly away, so I think it might be one of them. I mean, I don't know. I would quite like to have been like a fly on the wall and seen what exactly led to the punching of a bird. Yeah. Was, was it, it self-defence? Yeah. Was the bird giving him some lit? Yeah. Were they like, you know, being provocative? We don't know. We don't know. We certainly don't We don't know. have both sides of the story. <laughs> we can't judge. 
But yeah, in summary, no, yeah, don't drink it as a don't drink it as a. You but also, it. wine tasting, you cannot drink. I mean, wine tasting, you're supposed to be tasting the wine and spitting oh, it that's out. That's true. You are. No, it's doing that. No, no it's doing that. No. Yeah, I was sort of thinking, oh, I can't really imagine doing wine tasting in New York. I suppose you do wine tasting in London. Yeah, you can do wine tasting anywhere, anywhere you like. <laughs> I just sort of imagine being in a vineyard doing wine tasting. <laughs> yeah, that's because you have been in a vineyard doing wine tasting. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, Monica sort of agrees in the end and says, oh yeah, maybe has got a problem. And yeah, Phoebe, because Phoebe says, oh yeah, about the anecdotes, that's what she said about um dump waking up in a dumpster in Connecticut. But she says, oh, yeah, it's always started with, I was wasted. I was bombed. Bombed. Have you ever heard that expression? Um, sort of, I don't know whether I, not for a long time, if I have. I was bombed. I don't know, oh. yeah, whether that was a 90s expression. I was bombed out of my head, man. Bombed. That sounds more sort of... Stone. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, going back a little bit, so Monica mentions the fact that her and Fun Bobby are going to a cabin next weekend for their two-week anniversary. Yeah, but I guess they're on and off, aren't they? Like they've dated so, before. So, but that seems that seems a bit odd. Why wouldn't you just say, "Oh, let's go for the cabin for the weekend"? Oh, I see. Yeah, I see the anniversary thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's even like at that point, when you're booking it, well, you're probably still in your first week. Yeah, well, it was, didn't you say it was one of the like one of their cousins, either Fun Bobby's cousin or oh, Monica's cousin? Right, yeah. I think Fun maybe Fun Bobby's cousin, cousin's lodge or something. Um, it just seems a weird to think why we've made it in the first week. You're thinking, well, I think we're going to make it to two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Better, better sort of organise a bit of an anniversary for that. Maybe because they're so on again and off again. Yeah. Actually, two weeks is quite the master. <laughs> it's an achievement. Yeah, I don't think they needed to mention the anniversary bit. Um, yeah, I just feel like they could have just said, we're going for the weekend to the cabin. Yeah, because then you go, oh, that's quite early. But then the fact that it's two-week anniversary doesn't sort of... It's still early in a relationship. <laughs> that makes it even worse, in my Yeah, opinion. I know. So, yeah, they uh, Monica feels like she has to broach the subject now. Yeah, well, another thing, she sort of agrees, but then it really hits a nail on the head when in the next scene they're in the coffee house. Yes. And uh, they're getting their coffees. And he's, uh, Fun Bobby says, why don't we make these coffees Irish? And he gets out his hip flask and pours in quite a big measure for himself. <laughs> I would say that's at least a double. Mm, oh, a triple, I think. Uh, yeah, and Monica says, oh... These days you're making quite a lot of stuff Irish. And he makes a joke. Um, well, I would make it Belgium, but you can't fit the wa- waffles in the flask. Yeah. Which I think is quite a Chandler joke. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I well, feel like that's very Chandler, though. Yeah. Which makes me think maybe Monica likes that kind of sense. Maybe she likes the quippy. Quippy. She loves the quippy stuff. That's why when he was not fun, Bobby. Oh, yeah. She didn't like it. It wasn't coming out with that sort of quippy. Mm, that's quippy a good point. Stuff. She starts to broach the conversation. Mm. Phoebe's still there. Oh, yes. On the sofa with yeah. them. So Phoebe realises the conversation's been <laughs> broached. And uh, to get out of it, just goes, ooh, cake! <laughs> goes over to where Rachel is. <laughs> to leave Monica with the awkward conversation. Yes. And Fun Bobby sort of says, oh, you know, yeah, before... Because he, he says that people have brought it up before. Mm. And he said, oh, yeah, but, you know... Always celebrating. Always made excuses. Yeah. One of the things he said that they were celebrating, Flag Day. 
What's yeah, Flag Day? I Reference know. I don't get? Yeah, I guess so. I think I, I have like heard yeah. of Flag Day, but I think only from friends. Yeah, I was going to say, I have heard of it, but then, yeah, is it just from this episode? I guess they're really into the flag in America, aren't they? I mean, is, what's that thing where they have to salute it in the morning and pledge allegiance? And don't they pledge allegiance to the flag? I think so. It's a film with Sean Pennon. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it commemorates the adoption of the flag of the United States on June 14th, 1777. Celebrated on June 14th. June 14th. They have a lot of celebrations for things, don't they? We don't really get all those. I suppose we have the bank holidays, but... No, and is that the sort of thing like, oh, because Americans don't get that much holiday yeah. annually? They sort of make it up by having... Public holidays. Random days, like Flag Day. Um, yeah, because what's the other one? Uh, Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Well, you could have... Flag Day is not an official federal holiday. Oh, right. Okay. Oops. However, it is at the president's discretion to officially proclaim the observance. Oh, does that mean oh, they sort right. of do do it, but oh, it's not right. actually... Okay. That's like um, I work at university, as you know, and we get um, we always get Christmas and New Year, between Christmas and New Year off for yeah. free. You don't have to take that as leave. You just get it. And every, every university pretty much does that Mm -hmm. um but they've got to put in your contract oh you know this could be taken away anytime this is just a you know like a little bonus and you know this is not actually written into the (laughs) things and you're like yeah come on you're not going to take that away there'll be mutiny (laughs) also you wonder what sort of circumstances there'd have to be i know where they go okay no you actually do have to work well at my previous job they did sort of nearly get to that point because they had a lot of international students who had to stay over Christmas. Oh, yeah. And they complained. And obviously, the international students uh, are a lot of money for us. Um, so, yeah, they complained and said, we need the library to be open. Um, but all they did was just get buy some security. Oh, right. Because all they wanted is to get into the library, so they didn't need us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair enough. So even in that situation, I mean, there's no one desperate to know how to look something up in a library catalogue during Christmas and New Year. Um, so he says, yeah, normally I'd sort of, you know, play it off, make yeah. excuses. But this, because I like you, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to... Quit drinking. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to quit the drink. I want to quit the drink. I want to quit the drink. A friend's reference. <laughs> reference I do get. <laughs> so, yeah, um, when Phoebe comes back, he tells her I'm going to tried to quit drinking she goes oh why <laughs> good bit of acting really good Phoebe so the next scene we see them together is again in the coffee house isn't it yeah I think does Monica say to Rachel beforehand oh while she's getting the drinks oh fun Bobby is not fun it turns out fun Bobby is only fun yeah because Rachel sort of says what's wrong and Monica says fun Bobby and Rachel says, well, "Why is it? Isn't he sober?" Because Rachel thinks he's fallen off the wagon. Oh yeah. Um, but Monica says, um, "No, it just turns out he was fun, Bobby, for a reason." Oh no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, because at this time the central perk was quite a good way of sort of facilitating stuff because mm. Rachel was the waitress, yes. so she's sort of yeah. off to the side, so you can go and talk to her while the action is happening, the sofa, and vice versa. Yeah, that is true. Um, so yeah, Monica goes back. Uh, Phoebe, is it Phoebe and Charlie? Phoebe there? and Charlie, yeah. Um, Monica goes and sits back down, and uh, Fun Bobby says, "You want to hear something funny?" <laughs> yeah. Oh God, yes. 
<laughs> and Chandler does a really funny sort of like sits at the like move to the front of his seat and like puts his hands out towards fun Bobby as if say, Yep, this is this is your moment. Yeah. Say something fun. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um but yeah, the funny thing was that there are no hardware stores open past midnight in the village. I mean, would you expect hardware stores to be open past midnight? I know, I know it's the city that never sleeps, but not really for hardware. No, you want a cosmopolitan. You don't want a hammer. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends what you mean by funny. Yeah. He might not have meant funny ha-ha, he just meant funny as in um, unusual. unusual. Yeah, which I think he probably did. Yeah, to be fair to fun, Bobby. Because <laughs> um, he was like, the reason he knows that is because he was out looking for a hammer. Why is he looking for a hammer yeah. that late at night? I think I'd be more worried about that, Monica, than <laughs> yeah. how dull he is. Um, so then he, she said, oh, you've got to leave, don't you? For something? Interview? Uh, interview, oh, yeah. Um, so he's off. And then um, a good line from Chandler. One of the best lines, I'd say. <laughs> he says, bye, ridiculously dull Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Really good. Um, yeah, and then Monica sort of exclaims, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, it's not that bad. Monica says, did you not hear the hammer story? <laughs> and then I, I like how Rachel sort of stood up for him and sort of said, oh, maybe it's the kind of story where he needed to be there. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Phoebe says, oh, don't get all squinky. Yes, yeah. Squinky. She said that after Monica says about the, oh, did yeah. you not hear the story? Yeah. <laughs> uh, squinky's an unusual word. Yeah, squinky. Never heard that before. Is that a real word? Squinky. I don't know. Yeah, sort of, sort of. Um, is that just a made up for this? Maybe, because it does sound make a made up. It sounds like a Phoebe word. Yeah. So the next time we see them, they're on a date. They're on a date in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. A dinner date. Now, did you notice what Monica was doing? No. She looked like she was colouring in. She looked like she got one of those kids. You know how in. The sort of in restaurants, you yeah. get like a kids thing colouring in. Yeah, because um, on the on her placemat, it looked like something like a coloured in drawing, and then in one bit, you could see her with sort of wax crayons in her hand. Oh, yeah. I don't know whether it's sort of a longer scene and you sort of saw more of that because it feels like an odd thing to just yeah because it's hardly noticeable. But I thought I really enjoyed that. Oh, uh, maybe that was it along the scene, and maybe it was sort of about the fact that he was dull and she had to be doing the colouring. Mm. I think adults should have those. Yeah, why not? Why not? Do you remember that um, restaurant we went to in Disney? And you could just, it wasn't a colouring in thing, you could just draw on the table. Oh, draw on the tables. I mean, like, yeah, because it just pay, paper table was yeah. ripped off. But the idea was like crazy to us. I know, yeah. It felt like such a, whoa, such a rebel. <laughs> Yeah, but I sort of think that encourages bad behaviour because then you go home and do it on your linen uh, tablecloth. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm. But yeah, it's fun. I imagine I did that um, Bugs Bunny thing that I always drew. <laughs> the only thing I knew how to draw. I can always see it now. <laughs> yeah. You draw the two cheeks, two sort of bubbles for eyes, triangles out the eyes, and then a triangle coming down from the triangles yeah. for the ears, <laughs> and then whiskers teeth. and big teeth. Easy. You should have really drawn um, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't couldn't draw that though. Yeah, I imagine that's quite easy to draw as well. Though. Well, yeah, sort of one round circle, two ears. Sort of what is this? What's nose? Nose coming out. Yeah, Mickey. It, but better to draw Minnie because then you can draw the bow. Oh yeah, that's true. And get some colours in there. Mm. Um. So on the date, waiter comes up 
and says, do you want a drink? Yeah. And Monica's like, yes, yes. <laughs> she's bored. And then she sort of realises, oh, no. Yeah. From Bobby. And she goes, oh, no. And he says, you know, it's fine. You can have a drink. Now I've got to get used to it. Mm. But then she says, no, it's fine. Yeah. So he starts the story about. What's this about? But another one of his dull stories. <laughs> oh, it was about a light. He said, "Oh, my light went off in my so my light went off in my refrigerator." Oh yeah. And she's like, "No, this is the start of a story. I can't hear sober." <laughs> also, I sort of think with that much drinking, he's gone sort of normal sober quite quickly. Oh yeah, would he not have any? He's not having the shakes or anything. No. Maybe he's actually depressed. Yeah, actually, actually, Monica, you're being quite shallow here. Try and look at the actual root cause. Yeah, actually, Monica. But yeah, Monica previously has said that she felt like she couldn't break up with him. Yes, that's right. So she feels guilty for telling him to be sober, even though it's a lot better for him in the long run. Yeah, because she feels guilty because she's made him dull. Yeah. She's made him dull, Bobby. So she can't actually dump him, that's the thing. So yeah, when he starts the story about his fridge... She quickly calls the waiter back. Yeah, she grabs hold of the waiter and says, uh, Scotch on the rocks with a twist. Yeah. Um, Which is like, well, they, it wasn't like Richard's drink. Well, I was just going about to say that, yeah. Because I think they talk about that later, then they both have that drink. Quite quite a harsh drink for a meal. I know, I yeah. That's the thing about like they not having wine and stuff. Yeah. It's sort of, they're always having like a cocktail or a, yeah, or a spirit or something, but... Have a little glass of wine with that meal, and then it doesn't feel like you're a hard drinker. No, that, yeah, you haven't have straight up scotch. So the last scene with this, Monica's getting ready for the cabin, the cabin weekend, and she's got a giant bag of miniatures. Where, <laughs> how has she collected them? I don't know because she's quite a big bag of them. Yeah, also, all different sorts. Sort of feel like that's not. I suppose if you're going to a cabin, you're just driving there, aren't you? So it doesn't matter. But sort of think it'd be easier to. Bring a couple of bottles of wine. wine. I mean, sorry, are you, being, uh, are you being employed by wine? <laughs> yeah. Are you pushing yeah. us wine? Banrock Station. <laughs> the summer wine. <laughs> <laughs> that was very bad. Uh, what can you do? Uh, what's that? that was sort of the laugh one they oh, have in Sabres. Blossom Hill. Blossom Hill. Hill. Blossom Hill. For when you want mouthwash. <laughs> Blossom Hill, available in white, red and rosé. <laughs> yeah. Blossom mm. Hill. No grape types, just colour. <laughs> Uh, what's that other one? Lambrini. Oh, Lambrini. Lambrini. Girls just want to have fun. Yes, girls just want to have fun. Uh, on 0.01% alcohol. <laughs> That's why you have to have them in those giant bottles. Where are you buying miniatures from, though? Do you remember? Oh, there was a shop near where we used to live, yes. and it sort of had a load of miniatures in the window. Yes. You sort of think, who's buying those? <laughs> and, like, quite unusual stuff as well. Yeah. You sort of think, what is that? Yeah, Ecta Blutvarts and that yeah. sort of stuff. When are you actually... Sort of apart from on a plane, no, but I train. did. Um, we had what do you call those things? Oh, Secret Santa. Oh, yeah, we had quite a limited amount of money, mm. and I bought uh, a little miniature. Oh, nice, but one like, like that's that the sort of spirit size, yeah. Oh, right, of what amaretto, I think. Oh, you can get amaretto, ones. yeah, Ooh. and it was quite. I feel like the one I got was actually de Serrano. Nice. And it actually had like a little tiny. Oh, cute! Yeah. Oh, why didn't you get me one of them? Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I see. I've seen the Jaeger one. Jaegermeister oh, one. Yeah. I suppose that's quite a fun idea. Cause you buy that and a Red Bull. Red Bull. 
sort of gift idea. But yeah, she's got so many. It's like, it's almost like, yeah, she goes on every train and aeroplane and just keeps just them. keeps them, which I imagine would be a Monica thing to do. Mm. Do, you, do you think you get them free <laughs> into America? Tra- um, oh, yeah. Trains and planes? Cause, yeah, and that was the annoying thing about British Airways. Uh, used to get it on um, short haul. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Used to get it on short haul, and then they stopped it apart from City Airport. Mm. Do you remember? If you went out of City Airport, you still got it. I'm afraid I'm not a jet assessor like you going on business trips, well, so I've never been out of City Airport. You should do. It's a great airport. <laughs> I give it a five out of five. But then I think they even stopped that. Oh, no. Ooh. Well, so the assumption is, oh, yeah, business people will so, will yeah. give you, you know, even though you're going there for work, here's a, you know, miniature. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're thinking more repeat flyers. Mm, I suppose oh. so. I suppose, like, yeah, if you're coming back on a Friday evening or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. What's happening in City Airport? Is there kind of any kind of restaurants? It's very small. I don't think there's any restaurants. There's oh. definitely, like, you can pick up sandwiches and stuff. A pret? There's a pret, yeah. I don't think there's any restaurants, though. It is very small. Oh, why is it so good, then? Just because there's not many people? Yeah. Right. Not many people. Um, it's small, so you can't get lost. You're not having to, like... <laughs> it's happening know... to you a lot. Well, yeah, I don't like... Right, we'll go round and round in Heathrow. <laughs> I don't know where I am. You know, but I feel like there's always a panic there of like, oh, where am I supposed to be going? Where is the gate? Oh, gate, I can't see my gate. I can't see my gate. Oh, that's because you have to get a bus there. Yeah, I know. It is annoying when you can just see the signs to like gate 17 to 25, mm. but actually it turns out it's a mile long walk plus the bus. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to take five steps and I'm there. That's also why you can turn up very late at City Airport. Oh. They don't give you the two hour. Right. Ideal say, for you. Well, yeah. Because I feel like there's, there is a lot of waiting around. There is, yeah. Yeah, for no real reason, I feel. Because even if you're slow on the old um, security. security, you're never that slow, are you? No, although we were quite slow on that last one because um, so much security checks. True, but we still had time to sit around and eat a pret. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was the bit I was looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Getting my pret, True, getting my um, almond croissant. Oh, yeah, almond croissant. I was quite surprised that you went for that. But... Well, it's because um, when we went from my only time I've flown just in the UK, yeah, from London to Glasgow, yeah, um, that's what we did. We got a um, oh no, that was what? Uh, where, 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 oh, it must be when we went to Marrakesh then. Oh yes, we did go early there. Um, and just remember getting a prep, and I think the only thing left was almond croissant, um... whereas I might have gone for something else, and then I really enjoyed it. Oh. And I sort of had that memory of being in an airport having a pret coffee and an almond croissant. But as always is the way, it's never as good as the first time. <laughs> I was very disappointed. Oh dear. Ruined, oh no. ruined the whole holiday for Oh no. Whole <laughs> holiday ruined. By it was a cold, cold almond croissant this time, even though it was like five o'clock in the morning. Mm, well, that shows you because they're supposed to be, they always say it was just fresh. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. Disappointing. Flat white was nice, though. Good. That is the review of Pret in uh, Gatwick. Sunstead. 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 Gatwick, tick. Sunstead. Uh uh. So, anyway, she's got this giant bag of miniatures. Yeah. Because she has to take them on 
on the trip because Fun Bobby is still dull. And then Fun Bobby comes in and says, can I have a word? She goes out there with a giant bag of miniatures and he says, I think you've got a problem. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair to him, it does look like she does because she's carrying a giant bag of miniatures. Oh, well, yeah, he sort of nods towards the miniatures mm. and is saying, hmm. So she said, well, these are just for cuts and scrapes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good excuse. Um, and he says, oh, I don't want to be in a codependent relationship. But that's quite a 90s thing. Well, at least started the 90s. <laughs> yeah. I was... mean, was anyone really worried about codependent relationships in the 70s? I don't know. I wasn't there. No, you weren't. <laughs> So he's the one who calls it a day in the end. Yeah, which is a relief to Monica because, as we said, she couldn't dump him because no. she felt like he, she made him like that. So it's, it's, it works out all well all around and they yes. hug and leave on good terms. Yeah, nice. And presumably he's going to go to the cabin on his own. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We don't, simply don't know what's happening with that cabin. And Monica drink, can drink all her miniatures. Uh, she, well, she doesn't want to. She says to the friends. Does anyone want these? Yeah. We I mean, keep them for a, for another time. I know, we? yeah. And no one does apart from Chandler. Yeah. And he just wants one because he likes to make him feel like he's a giant. Yeah. <laughs> he has to hold it. Yeah, why not, I suppose. Shall we talk about Joey's storyline? Joey. So obviously we've had his reviews have come in. He's very down. He wants to quit acting. But then he actually manages to get a call back. Yes. From an audition. So Chandler comes into the Central Perk yeah. and says, guess who's back in show business? Oh, oh, can I guess? Phoebe wants to guess. Lawn Green. Lawn Green. <laughs> Reference I don't get. Reference <laughs> I don't get. Well, person I don't know. Person I don't know. I mean, do we think it's a comedy person? Because Lawn Green. He is. I mean, your parents can't be that cruel. A right? Canadian actor, radio personality and singer. Oh, so his name is actually Lawn Green? No, not Lawn. Lawn. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, it sounds like Lawn. <laughs> even if it's spelled differently, you're still saying Lawn Green. Actually, I hadn't even thought of that oh, until really you said it. But it, it, here's something even worse. His um, middle name is Hyman. <laughs> Hyman? No. As in Hyman? Well, no, with an A. Oh, but still, you say Hyman, <laughs> it's the same thing with Lawn. Oh, no, wait, this one says Edmund Green. Oh, that sounds like a more normal name. No, no. Uh, okay. Oh, that's a different lawn green. There's more than one lawn oh, green. Oh, man alive. That, oh, oh, no, wait a second. Could be the same person. Very confusing. Lawn green. No, because they've got a different middle name. But he's Canadian born as well, so maybe it's just a Canadian name. Oh, right. Oh, and his name is actually without an E on the end. Green as in green. But he, he was a Canadian born English politician and former diplomat. Who Any... was first police and crime commissioner for Norfolk. Oh, right. It's mm. interesting. Any reference to why he was called Hyman? His middle name was Hyman? No, but I imagine um, as doing my ancestry, as I'm doing, um, doing a lot of ancestry things, often weird middle names are often a surname oh, of the mother. Right. John had a good comeback. He says, uh, no, Phoebes. You know why? Because he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> And now it's good. Now he sort of goes, oh, this is a bit like, oh. A bit bittersweet now. A bit sweet now. But it's, um, <laughs> it turns out it's Joey. Joey's going to He's back in back. show business. Yes. With an audition for Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. I didn't really, I haven't really remembered it was so early on that he had Days of Our Lives. No, yeah. Well, I suppose, um, yeah, he's in Days of Our Lives with Eddie, isn't it? When Eddie, he moves uh, oh, out because yeah. he's sort of. Becomes a big star, so he moves out. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
So, yeah, exciting for Joey. Yeah. So the next scene we see with Joey, we see someone who we talked about last episode. We did, yeah. We said we haven't had her yet. It's Estelle. Estelle. Yay. I mean, we haven't had her as Estelle, but we had her as the nurse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, But, yeah, sort of returning subsea, and this mm-hmm. is the first time we see her. Oh, I love Estelle. Uh, one of the best subsees. So good. And the, her little beginning sort of, she's on the phone when we first see her. Yeah. Really funny. Um, and she's got one of those phones with a, so you can hold it on your shoulder. Of course she does. She says, stop saying you're not talented. You are talented. It's just with a dead bird and all. There's very little act left. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what the act was. Oh, I love Estelle. <laughs> she's got, yeah, some strange people on her books. Well, yeah. Did paper they? eater. Yeah, exactly. Maybe think of the paper eater. Got the paper eater, got someone with some kind of act with a bird. Oh, she's brilliant. I love Estelle. I think they should have maybe used her a bit more. I think so too. It's a shame. I think she's, she's quite rarely used, actually, and she doesn't die until later on. No, that's true. And Joey comes in and she says, oh, there's my favourite client. <laughs> and I sort of feel like, oh, yeah, that's such a ancient thing to do. Everyone's your favourite client. But a bit of a shout out to her, her office space. Oh, yeah. Just sort of crowded with ornaments and stuff sort of a weird kind of horn thing on the desk oh i didn't see that and a statuette this was some really good props yeah just really stuffed full of things and another great prop is um her cigarette holder oh, yeah it's really good so she presses this button and it opens out with all these cigarettes in a cigarette holder so it pops open um so there's a one sort of slight hitch with the um callback for Days of Our Lives. Yeah. But firstly, Joey tells Estelle he's got a callback. Yes. And she says, Have you ever seen me as static? Oh yeah. Well here it is. <laughs> and then sort of slightly none of her face moves apart from her mouth. It's really good. <laughs> Almost like a grimace, really. Though, yeah. Yeah, very funny. I really remember that line. Have you ever seen me ecstatic? Well, here it is. Um, yeah, so uh, the Joey's less ecstatic because he says the casting lady wants to sleep with him. It's made it very clear that if he wants the part, Joey's got to sleep with yeah. him. Yeah, oh dear. This is a bit of a difficult storyline. <laughs> um, I guess uh, their thinking is, oh, we'll make it a man and it'd be a lady casting person and that will sort of make it okay. Yeah, and I, I, what I do like is that Joey sort of does initially <laughs> yeah, at least sort of say, I, you know, I'm uncomfortable yeah. with this. This is not how I want to get the part. Which is unusual for Joey, because as, as Chan, when he talks to Chandler about it, Chandler sort of goes, well, kind of, what's the problem? Yeah. You get to have sex and you get the part. Yeah, um, yeah it shows um, Joey with a bit more integrity than maybe we might have. Yeah, and it's yes. a good, as he says, it's a good-looking woman. Yes. Like he would have um, slept with her otherwise. So yeah, I he doesn't he... want that. No, he wants to know he's got the part on his own crit, you know, his own merit. Um, but yeah, initially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, a good bit where Stell sort of says, "Oh, oh no, okay, let's let's get this straightened out. Let me call her." Mm. And then has quite a long phone conversation. Yeah, with... you sort of hear, "Uh huh, uh huh." <laughs> <laughs> Then she puts the phone down and says, yeah, you're going to have to sleep with her. Yeah, I feel that's quite a classic Friends and also other sitcom things yeah. where you hear one side of the conversation and you think it's all being sorted out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, it is, it is that. <laughs> you think you're going one way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, when uh, Joey's sort of saying, uh, alluding to 
He's, he's a little bit coy with Estelle. He doesn't actually say, you know, he tries to sort yeah. of euphemise euf, euf, it. <laughs> Is that, is that I can use that as a verb? I'm not sure. I've euphemised like it. it. <laughs> I've euphemised this. Um, and says, um, send in a little general. Uh, so there's another. Another um, pseudonym. Pseudonym. <laughs> the old penis. So then the next scene, we see Joey. He is making jar after jar after jar of passata. Passata. Well, I said in the, one of the transcripts I read, marinara sauce, but I'm not uh, sure how you ever noticed, you know, how you'd know the difference. What, what is marinara, marinara sauce? sauce? Well, exactly. I feel like that's a, a It comes up in, in Friends at other times, marinara. And I've the podcast we listen to about fast food, Doughboys, mm. they talk about marinara sauce quite a lot. And I sort of feel like I'm is never it just Pomodoro? seen that. Yeah, it's Pomodoro. Oh, right. Well, no, actually, Pomodoro is just tomatoes, isn't it? So this is like um, tomatoes, garlic, herbs and onions. It can include the addition of capers, olives, spices and dash of wine. Oh, right. This sauce is widely used in Italian-American cuisine. So it is, it is basically a Pomodoro. Yeah, just adding a yeah, sort of up, yeah, base of onions of, and herbs. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, he's got it everywhere. It's in loads of jars all over the work surfaces, but it's all up the fridge. Yeah. Stuff's up the fridge. He's got an apron on. It's all over that. So is the idea that when Joey's stressed, he makes... Yeah, I quite like that. Yeah. Well, I suppose that is sort of an Italian thing, isn't it? Like food being the comforter. Ah, right. That's the idea. So, yeah. I mean, we've never seen him cook before. No, I know. But... <laughs> yeah. And why is he cooking it in those quantities? <laughs> And also, do you need to sort of pre-make marinara sauce? It's like, well, it's sort of already in a can, most of it, apart from the onions. Yeah, that's true. And when's that going to go off? Yeah, he hasn't labelled any of those jars. And also, he's got it in unusual jars. So Chandler goes to get himself a cookie out of the cookie jar, dips his hand in to get a cookie, (laughs) brings it out, it's covered in marinara sauce. Oh, no. And has uh, Joey... um... Sterilised? Yes, sterilised them, mm. disinfected them. I don't think he has. No, he's, he's not putting the work in you did for our slow gin. No, exactly. It takes a long time. <laughs> Bake it in the oven. Bake it in the oven. Well, certainly not with a cookie jar. Well, no, it looked like it was slopped straight in. Yeah, so he tells um, Chandler what the issue is. Mm. And Chandler says something about like, oh, yeah, as you say, he says, what's the problem? Um, great job, sex throwing a tree and a fat guy and you've got Christmas. What's the job got to do with Christmas? I know, yeah, I did think that. I suppose it's the idea, yeah, it's not really specifically that. It's just like, oh, it's a good time. Right. But yeah, I did think that sort of stretches it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I felt like that wasn't great. I thought that was a bit of a flat joke. Yeah. <laughs> and very inappropriate, actually. Yeah. yeah that's given true. the situation. Um, and, he's, and again, he sort of repeats the thing about the uh, little general. Yes. And I think that is a really good joke because um, Chandler says, didn't it used to be the little major? Yeah. And Joey says after Denise, some... Denise DeMaro, DeMarco. Yeah, some Italian-American name. Um, it, I felt I had to promote it. Promote it. I think that's a really good joke. It is a good joke. But what is it saying about Denise DeMarco, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. it could be either way, right? Yeah. He had to go to, he had to, go to so much effort. Yeah, it was so much work. I know. <laughs> I feel like I'm not sure what or I that he's. About. Or I imagine it's yeah, she's a really high level. <laughs> Let's she's, go for that. She's a ten, and yeah, yeah. so he had to yeah. step up. But Chandler's basically encouraging this. Mm. Um, but 
there's no decision really made either way. Well, no, actually, Joey says, I don't I don't want to get the part that way. So yeah. I think Joey sort of decided I think he has. that he's going into the audition with that mindset. Yeah. And he confirms that when we next see him. Mm. So he comes into the girl's apartment and they all was like, oh, how'd it go? How'd it go? And he said, unbelievable. Mm. As soon as I was in there, she was all over me. How inappropriate. And he laid it out straight. I don't want to get the job that way. Mm. No. So he he leaves and gets the elevator and she runs after him and offered him an even bigger role. Oh, no. So what do you think he's done? <laughs> well, now he's Dr. Drake Ramore. Yeah, like how he says, so now you're looking at <laughs> Yeah. And he doesn't actually say he slept with her, but it mm. says, I'm going to go and get a shower. <laughs> yeah. He says, now you're looking at Dr. Drake Ramore. Neurosurgeon recurring in at least four eps. Wow. What a what what a scoop! I know, and also I love the fact, yeah, that that kind of soap you you really you were writing like episode to episode, so yeah, like exactly. you stayed in it longer. Um, but yeah, as you say, it doesn't actually say anything. You just no says, alludes to it. It's, it's it, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's not ideal. Let's let's all be honest there. <laughs> Shall we do a little bit of fashion? Let us please do fashion. Turn left. Turn to the right. Now, I would say there's almost too much fashion in this episode. I know. I had to sort of stop looking at some of them because, you know, otherwise you're just looking at fashion, not really listening to what they're saying. No, because there's a hell of a lot of different outfits here. So we'll just sort of fly through kind of key ones. Um, But shall we give the top billing Mm -hmm. to someone we all like to call... Phoebe. 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 <laughs> you weren't about to say Phoebe then. <laughs> I was going to say hideous brown jackets. Oh, right, yeah. Because that showed up. No, Phoebe, I think, amazing. Oh, right, I see. Yes, yes. Very good. So one, uh, one scene was her in a Mona Lisa dress. Oh, really good. Lovely, lovely sort of dark black, black dress, but with a sort of whitish grey yeah, Mona, Mona Lisa, Lisa print. And white boots. Oh, yes, the white boots. Very 60s. And she dressed was quite 60s as well. Yeah. And then later on, sort of, yeah, similar sort of black and white, but more of a sort of cardy vibe. Well, I... Oh, are we thinking the same one? I thought it was a waistcoat. No, that that wasn't... Yeah, that... No, this was actually black and white. Um... Cardi. Oh, it had sort of an argyle. Yeah, yes, and she was sort, sort of, of black underneath it, mm. but it sort of she'd move from black and white dress to sort of, oh yeah, black and white Cardi. She looked like she could go golfing. <laughs> that sort of argyle diamond vibe. But yeah, and then as you say, waistcoat. Oh, brilliant. Sort of a lighter blue, very nice blue. Yes. With a cityscape on it. I, what I presume was New York. Yeah, hard to say. Hard mm. to say on a waistcoat. But nice to see waistcoat watch happening for Phoebe. not Chandler. Yeah, because I think we said about her Phoebe wearing a waistcoat previously, maybe in the last so. episode. Yeah, maybe, actually. Um, and blue jeans with that pair. That was a lovely pair of blue uh, jeans. Nice. And then later, then one of the later scenes, she's wearing a moose jumper. Oh, yes. And I thought, is it, oh, is it sort of like near Christmas? Oh, yeah. It did feel sort of slightly Christmassy kind yeah. of jumper. Well, maybe like me. Just wear your Christmas jumpers when Year it's not Christmas. Yeah. 
Um, who else should we talk about? Ross? Ross. Um, so, yeah, Ross <laughs> comes in, first scene. Yes. Right, so we have got bottom layer, a T-shirt. <laughs> Next layer, what I presume is a long sleeve T-shirt. Yes. Then jacket. Tweed. Tweed jacket. Then an overcoat. Yeah. So that's four layers there we've got on Ross. I suppose, you know, we're saying it's winter, it's winter. but it's overkill, I'd say. And that tweed jacket's unusual because it's not a tweed material. Yeah. Like, it's checked like a tweed, but it's sort of almost like slightly fluffy. Yeah, sort of quite... really horrible sandy brown colour. <laughs> very, very not attractive. Also, I saw him later on in a hideous brown jacket. Yes, the the hideous brown jacket. Joey hasn't got into that yet. No. But Ross is flying an early flag for the hideous brown jacket. Maybe he gave, he gave them all to Joey afterwards. Mm. Can I um, mention another hideous jacket? Yes. From Bobby's. From Bobby's. Is it the black leather? Black, black leather jacket. Leather, I would say. And also big. Too big. Yeah, that sort of very shapeless. Um, Joey in an early scene was wearing a sort of flag jumper. Could you name the flag? Yes, it looked like... Um, oh, I meant to look it up, actually. It looked... Um, it's definitely a sort of Central American one, I think. Yeah, I, I think that. it might be Puerto Rico. Could be. You're the, you're the vexillologist, mm. or whatever they call it. <laughs> I thought it was uh, not Costa Rica. Cuba. Cuba. Oh, I've never been, been to, to Cuba. Cuba. I've never been to Cuba. Fans of obscure neighbours songs will know and get that. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not it's not Puerto Rico. A flag of that looks very similar to Cuba. I'm trying to sort of see the difference. One's sort of oh red stripes and one's blue stripes and the other way around with a oh, triangle. Right. So it kind because of, it was it did it did it look like that? Because it could it be one of those. I think it. Uh... Or was it actually because that has a sort of triangle and did it have a triangle? I can't really remember now. Definitely feel like it's a Central American y country. We'll never know. We simply won't. We should have looked up at the time. Rachel, I haven't written much for Rachel fashion. Well, Rachel um, early doors in the second scene was wearing a sort of black dungarees dress. Oh, yeah. And then high high socks. Oh, nice. Over the knee socks. All right. I felt like it was a very Rachel look. And then, later on, another great pyjama from Rachel. Yes, I think this is, we've said this before, this is her loungewear. Her loungewear, It's yeah. always quite similar, like a sort of checked, mm. um, flanneling um, Bottom. bottoms, and then sort of a yeah, tight t-shirt, mm. girls' t-shirt. So this one was girls', girls football. football. Yeah. Uh, no, did she wear that on the one with the football? Or something similar. She's definitely, definitely worn one way with the girls' something. Like yes. That. It, I think that's her girls' football as well, but I wasn't sure if it's the same one. Mm. But yeah, very similar anyway. Yeah, I like the look very much. I like the check bottom sort of greeny colour. Yeah, good loungewear. Yeah. Joey's wearing a sort of a lot of, you know, like big shirts as he always does, a sort of that like check shirt. Yeah, I didn't even really take on what either Joey or Chandler were wearing. No, only one really Chandler standout one was where he sort of had a green sort of polo, well, not polo shirt, but sort of. Yeah, green shirt, but not with buttons. Oh. Uh, tucked into sort of baggy trousers. <laughs> Everything like, very baggy, sounds basically. Sounds like quite the look. 90s baggy. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, little shout out to Estelle, though. Oh, yeah. Big sort of white shirt and then like pink beads. Oh, yes. The and pink then beads, pink earrings. Pink earrings. 
I mean, I did think at the time, oh, they look like, you know, sort of classic, sort of plasticky pink. Yeah. Sort of. Really cheap, nah. Yeah, he sort of got away as a kid as sort of dressing up. And Russell, we haven't met yet, but mm. sort of has a, a sort of look of a magician. Yeah. Sort of a 90s magician. White shirt, very wide collar. Yeah. Um, and a black open waistcoat. Very sort of, yeah, 90s magician look. I mean, what a look. Especially with that hair as well. <laughs> yeah. Anything more in fashion? Don't think so. Shall we move on to... Um, Russ Ross. Russ Ross. So as we might remember, previous to this, we had um, Russ, not Russ, <laughs> we had Ross <laughs> and Rachel nearly getting together. Yes. But Rachel discovered the list the Ross list. was doing um, and was not happy. And so something, nothing's really happened since then. And so when the friends are trying to arrange a celebration and go out for Joey's news. Yes. Rachel says, I've got plans. Yeah. And Monica says, you've got other friends. And she says, no, I've got a date. <gasps> so they're all a bit bemused by this because they're like, oh, you were so close with Ross. Mm. You know, what happened about that? And Rachel says, you're just going to have to get used to the fact I'm not dating Ross. At that point, <laughs> Ross enters. So, so good. Brilliant timing. So Ross. Yeah. Is Ross. <laughs> Ross Ross. <laughs> Ross Ross. Um, so it looks like Ross, but something's happening with the nose and he's got longer hair. Got longer hair and also something's happening. I mean, obviously, it's David Schwimmer. Well, well, yeah. Well, is, is it? it? Is, is it is a good time it? to bring this up? Yeah. Because when um, I first watched this episode, we yeah. were quite young. Yeah. And um, one of my friend's mum said, yeah. it's not like she'd read an interview with David Schwimmer saying it's not it's not him yeah. it was a, like a, a friend of his and and we were like i'm pretty sure that's not the case but he's like no look at the credits it doesn't say david Schwimmer. oh yes and it doesn't say david Schwimmer. and we we're like uh, i think it is and then you look at it yeah yeah it definitely is <laughs> um because who is it in the credits so it's snaro snaro right yeah um so i think if you look at it, it says David Schwimmer did give an interview where he did say it's a friend of mine, yeah, a Croatian friend of mine. But I think he was either either joking or he what he meant was um is a tribute to this friend. Oh right. <laughs> but it was sort of out there as like oh it's not him, but obviously it's him. I mean, also yeah, just like oh well, you just have to look at him. <laughs> I know, but it's weird that they sort of put it in the credits. I know. I oh, can't remember lot. whether they with Ursula. Presumably, they just put they do put Lisa Goodrow. Oh yeah, I didn't really think about that. But it's weird, that, and also the fact it was just one name, like Snero. Yeah, yeah. What a Snero. <laughs> yeah, just well, that was apparently the name of the oh the creation guy. I was trying to sort of work out like whether it was an anagram of Ross. Yeah. I mean, not Snot Ross. <laughs> Snot Ross. Snot Ross. No, yeah, Snot Ross. No, he's no Ross. <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, so funny. Yes, but yeah, something going on with his nose. He always has some kind of prosthetic on his nose. Mm, it but it's very good. Because very you can't good. See anything? And also, sort of something happening with his lips. Do you think he had sort of bigger teeth? I think in? he must have, because I was sort of trying to work out what it was, and I think it was teeth, because his lips look sort of more um, less wise, mm. more sort of puckered in the middle. And I think yeah, maybe that's what 
bigger teeth do. Yeah, yeah. Sort of pull your lips in. Um, but yeah, so good in that yeah, sort of floppy hair. Yeah. Which actually Ross did um <laughs> have later. On. Yeah. Also quite good um I guess I'm sort of trying to remember what the effects were like back then. But it was quite good. It wasn't like a really crap the split screen effect. Yeah. So there's a scene where there's looking at each other talking mm. and it's a split screen and obviously they use that with Ursula and Phoebe as well the only thing was they were too close together ah. they were sort of talking to each other and they were a bit too close together and it did put me off a little bit oh as in you wouldn't be that close to talk when you're talking yeah mm. it was like yeah you're really close but apart from that considering how do they 90s, do the split screen they have to line up exactly you're talking to someone who has no experience in the uh, no. TV world. But yeah, I presume, yeah, you got to get the background lined up. Because it's quite a busy background, isn't it? Mm. Oh, do you... No. It's not green screen, is it? Because you'd sort of be able to tell. And I feel like I have heard, yeah, that split screen, you know, they mm. call it split screen, so I presume that's yeah. in reference to how they do it. Um, but I prefer the split screen to the bit where um, then you try and you sort of go from the back of one person. So you see the back oh, of one person's yes, head. Yeah. Because I always find that really off-putting because it, <laughs> however hard they try, it never looks like the back oh, of that I person's like that, head. Yeah. So when we see the back of Ross's head, it just looks a bit wrong. <laughs> it doesn't look like Ross. I didn't even notice that, but mm. I do know what you mean. The worst example is in Harry Potter with Hagrid. And he's talking to Harry, so you see the back of Harry's head. Oh, it really, oh, really annoys me. I can't watch that scene. Oh, no. And he sort of, Harry goes up to hug him. And it's just like this, I don't know, like the hair's too long or something. And it just looks so, oh, fake and horrible. And I thought that, yeah, I felt a bit like that with Ross. It wasn't quite his hair. Oh, no. It was a bit too long. So, yeah, Ross comes in and says, hi. Hi. And he does the same. Hi. Hi. Yeah, it's quite good. And that is sort of like the thing of, yeah, Ross entering anywhere saying hi. But yeah. also in the coffee house, the pilot scene, that's how Ross enters. Oh, yeah. Hi. And then Chandler says, hi, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Phoebe sort of acts as kind of the mediator here. As we've said before, she's mm. kind of the sort of, yeah, the one in the middle she seems quite stressed at one point about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're all sort of freaked out because right, you're like, yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a doppelganger? No, I haven't. To be fair. But I imagine it'd be quite freaky. Yeah, I suppose so. But yeah, she's the kind of um, in-between person. Uh, I can't remember the word we've used before. Um, Facilitator? No, um, like um. Catalyst. Catalyst. Yeah, she's kind of like the catalyst, um, and so she sort of tries to speak to Rachel about the situation. Yeah. Because they've all noticed. Yeah. That Rachel is now dating someone who's very similar to Ross. They've all noticed apart from Rachel herself. Apart from Rachel. So Phoebe sort of says, you do know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it sort of reminds me of the bit like, you know what you're doing, Phoebe. And Rachel goes, yeah, waitressing. But yeah, she sort of says, oh, do you, does he not, does Russ not remind you of anyone? And Rachel says, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Bob Saget. And Phoebe goes, sort of turns to look at him and goes, oh, yeah, he does look a bit like Bob Saget. Is this a reference we don't... A yeah. person we don't know. Well, person we don't know. No, it isn't a person we don't know. Because he's been in Friends referred to before. 
well, no, because I didn't know him at the time. Right. And I didn't know him up until very recently, but mm. he died very recently. Oh, right. And, it, and there was loads of tributes to him. Oh. And I never heard of him before. Apparently he's, yeah, very big in lots of American shows. Right. A lot of I hadn't seen. He was in, uh, well, the only one I think I recognise was How I Met Your Mother. Oh, How yes. I Met Your Mother, is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, oh, I don't remember him that. He was the, the guy. Right. When he's old. I don't Do you, know. I don't you know, know how I'm making it at all. Sorry. So he basically just does a voice voiceover. Right. Um, and something with the Olsen twins, I think. Oh, but the Olsen twins. There's a blast of the past. I know. It's, but I think he was very big in the sort of 80s, 90s. Mm. Like it had all the list of shows, loads. And um, loads of tributes and everyone said how lovely he was. Oh, was he quite young when he died? Yeah, I think 50. Oh, right. I think. Oh, sorry, Bob. Yeah. So, yes, I didn't know I didn't know the reference until very recently. Uh, okay. Well, because I looked at pictures and he is, but it comes up with like more modern pictures and though he doesn't look anything like him. But actually, the earlier pictures of him, and I think because everyone in men in the 90s did look like that anyway, yeah. he did. I sort of got the vibe. I saw the floppyish hair. Yeah. yeah. And sort of, yeah, Quite nap long suits. Face. <laughs> long face, yeah. Um, so, but Phoebe turns to sort of look at Russ. Just go, oh yeah, he does look like Bob Saget. As she does that, Rachel's gone. She's off waitressing somewhere else. Yeah. She turns to talk to Rachel again. Then at that point, Ross comes in. And so Phoebe gets all like flustered and oh my, oh. <laughs> and so Ross doesn't really understand why she's upset. So Monica jumps in and says, one of my favourite lines. Oh, she's just upset because she buttered a spider into her toast. <laughs> And does the oh, movement yes. of action as well. She sort of does the action of buttering toast. And I, that's why oh, I love that line. Very good. Yeah. Just coming up with that as the reason why Phoebe's upset. But Ross accepts it. Well, Ross accepts it, but it doesn't seem, he doesn't sort of comfort Phoebe in any sort of way. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Well, yeah. Do you need to comfort someone who's buttered a spider uh, into yes, their toast? Yes, because Phoebe really loves animals. <laughs> also, it definitely feels like something Phoebe would be upset about. Yeah. But I thought I loved that how quick Monica came in there with that completely yeah. random excuse. And so Chandler gets the pleasure of introducing Russ to Ross. So he's <laughs> Ross, Russ, Russ, Ross. And that's where we get the split screen of them talking yes. to each other. Um, and he's saying, oh, I'm Rachel's date. And Ross mm. goes, oh, you're the date. And so you sort of see them talking to each other. And... Um, and it's quite good again like coffee set is quite a good scene yeah the sort of the yeah the fast thing and everything like that but you've got like the two people talking up there and then you've got the people on the sofa so you can sort of cut back to seeing what they say so Chandler says this is actually good because if if we ever lose one we have a spare (laughs) but it's quite good that cut I forgot about that when you're sort of saying about them talking uh, Russ sort of hits Ross with his Mm. newspaper and says oh you're the paleontologist and hits him and then Ross does the same and hits him back. Mm. So you're the date or whatever. Um, that's quite like. How do they do that? I think that was the shot where we saw them from behind, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I think oh, it must have been. Right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Russ sort of goes, oh, "I know why you're jealous." Yes. Uh oh, he's on to him. Yeah. But no, it's because he's a real doctor. But also, I feel like is he onto him a little bit? Because yeah. I feel like probably Ross does have a bit of a chip on his shoulder about people thinking he's not a real doctor. Yeah. So um, they yeah sort of say what they do. So obviously, Ross paleontologist. Russ 
periodontist. Yeah, I was going to say to you, what do they, what do they say? Periodontist. periodontist. I've never heard of that before. No. We find out later it's a doctor of gums. Gums. Imagine specialising in gums. Gums, I mean, yeah. Can't a dentist just do that? <laughs> Well, you're specialising, you're not just doing this. I mean, I've never heard of a periodontist in this country, so I, I sort of think dentists are kind of scooping up that. Yeah, periodontist, orthodontist. I mean, yeah, again, orthodontist. Because orthodontists are actually doctors, aren't they? Well, did we have this debate last? Or was I, this... I can't, yeah, I think we did with Barry. Dentist, oh yes, was a doctor or not. Yeah. But an orthodontist is definitely a doctor. Right. Because they're hanging out in hospital. Just hanging out, and that makes yeah. you a doctor. <laughs> well, I think that's where you're going if you're having to get. Oh like... right, if you've got to go under. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, that's true. Because when I had my wisdom teeth out, I said the bottom ones are fine, but if you have the no, the other way around, top I had one. my top ones out in the dentist. But if said if the bottom one, usually people have to go mm. to the hospital. So presumably that's the orthodontist. But yeah, periodontists don't know when they're coming into the situation. No, I feel like yeah. If you're an orthodontist, you're also probably a periodontist. Um, but uh, what we were saying last time was the line, uh, like um, someone said to Rachel about you always go for doctors. Oh yeah. So course. another example. Oh yeah, we forgot. I forgot about that one. Oh yeah. Um, but what, another one of my favourite lines um, when they say, you know, I do this, I do this. Yeah. And Monica says, "See, they're as different as night." And later that night. <laughs> That was really good. I mean, that's a lovely joke. Because <laughs> you sort of like night end, and you think you're going to say day. Yeah, later that night. Oh, that was a great joke. But uh, the the best line for me still coming up. So Phoebe has it goes to try with Rachel again. Yeah, she wasn't successful the first time. <laughs> she really needs to sort of make Rachel see. And um, she says you know, you're dating Ross. Yeah. She's like, no, I'm dating Ross. <laughs> Ross is Ross. Ross, Ross. And Rachel says, Steve Sleeve. <laughs> and then Phoebe's really right. But no one's named Sleeve. <laughs> yeah. She's right. No one is named Sleeve. <laughs> but I love the way Phoebe delivers that. She's so frustrated. <laughs> no one's named Sleeve. <laughs> I, I, uh, I love that whole scene. Ross, Steve. Ross, Steve Sleeve. <laughs> Steve Sleeve. Because yeah, it's just it's really funny the way Rachel's like, going, Steve Sleeve. <laughs> no one just names Sleeve. <laughs> because I don't know, it's the sort of thing uh, you sort of expect Phoebe to say, like Sleeve being a name. Yeah, and that's it's, true. And also, yeah, sort of Phoebe role versal. It's like... <laughs> no, she's being sensible. Yeah. No, no one's named Sleeve. <laughs> um, but Ross and Rachel then have to speak because Ross is a bit like, well... I thought we were possibly yeah. something was happening and Rachel's like, well, no, nothing was happening. And so he kind of goes, oh, you know, need to get that straight because, oh, actually, you know, I've got a woman, actually. Um, Somebody's really interested in me. Yeah. Um, she works at the museum and she's in charge of moths and other oh. winged animals, <laughs> winged things. Oh, yeah, because it's really good because it is sort of, that very Ross was very slow in speaking. Yeah, you don't sometimes see it with Ross, but as you're saying, like maybe early doors, that it was more. Yeah, because then um, it sort of becomes a thing about Ross and Ross. Um, so when Ross leaves, Ross says to Chandler, "Like, what is it with this guy? He's mm. a real goober." goober. <laughs> Another good word. Yeah. Um, and he sort of says, "Oh, it takes him like a week." 
you know, to get our sentence and does it that in that very slow, deliberate way. Yeah. And Chandler sort of goes, annoying, isn't it? And then Ross does this bit where he, he doesn't really speak. Yeah. So sort of all these sort of noises and kind of movements gestures, and, sort of, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually goes yeah but I know it's over I mean it is over exaggerated because they're trying to make the point but I, yeah like we said it's very much first series and second well early seasons Ross yeah and I do feel like David Schrimmer resells it because yes it is over exaggerated mm. and but he still does it so well like because he, he's sort of gesticulating and sort of you know, you yeah. can sort of think about him actually doing that. It's still a really good good joke. But also I really like when so he has that conversation with Rachel and they go they sort of bit passive aggressive and go, fine, fine, enjoy your evening yeah. type thing. And then Russ and Rachel leave. And um David Schwimmer does this really, really good like one tiny little movement just as they're leaving he's got a newspaper in his hand he sort of lifts it in a kind of like angry way like he knows if you're going to whack it but you don't you're just trying to make that point and it's so frustrated and so angry and I just think that I was just like a snapshot of amazing bit of acting there I thought (laughs) yeah it was very good and then um they have the crossword scene Uh, which is a scene I really remember so Chandler's in the middle on the sofa, Russ and Ross either side of him, and uh, they're doing, Chandler's trying to get them to do a crossword together. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know why he would be, I mean, maybe they're sort of struggling for conversation. Yeah. But yeah, I can't remember the question is, but something about the periodic table. Oh, yeah, something ending in eum or something. Eum, yeah. Mm. So Ross says Mendelevium, Russ says Dysprosium. <laughs> And that has really helped me in a lot of quizzes. <laughs> and like the point like I was saying about earlier, pointless. They yeah. always have period, the unusual ones in the periodic table. I was thinking Mendelevium or Dysprosium. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Chandler says um, Ross, Ross gets it right unless um, Nights in White Saturn was sung by the Doody Blues. And um, then they also have an argument about, Russ and Ross have an argument about whether it's card sharp or card shark. Yeah. Card shark, what is that when you're at a poke, poker thing? Card shark, what yeah. is a card shark? Well, I don't Do know whether it is a card shark or a card shark. <laughs> oh, well, it's both. So oh, they were both right. right. Card shark, also card shark, card shark, card shark, <laughs> sometimes hyphenated, <laughs> is a person who uses skill and or deception to win at poker over other games. Shark uh. and shark spellings have varied over time and by region. I feel like shark works better, right? Because you're like... Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> yeah. And then Chandler's quite funny because he um, says, I'm going to get some coffee before the pinching and eye-poking begins. <laughs> yeah. You can imagine Russ and Ross going for each other. That's when Russ says, I know you're jealous um, oh, because yes. I'm a real doctor. The real doctor. And Ross says, well, you're a doctor of the smallest body part possible. And as we've um, discussed, maybe not even a real doctor. <laughs> no, yeah. It sounds made up. Sorry, Ross. Well, yeah. So he says, uh, Ross says, um, at uni or college or whatever, it's like, um, first day, floss. Second day, here's your diploma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Is Ross gets there. him. Ross gets him. And is it ra- around this time that Rachel sort of goes up to them and hears them bickering? Yeah. And she suddenly, it dawns on her. Yeah, because Phoebe's had that word with her about Ross Ross, mm. Steve's leave. Um, and she finally sees it. And she goes, you, you, yeah, you, you, you. Would you, would that, would that be your 
reaction? I don't know. You'd be a bit freaked out, but maybe not you. It's like, it's, that would be sort of the reaction if it was someone who looked like your brother. Yeah, exactly. That would sort of gross you out. Yeah. But it's a bit like, well, you fancied Ross, and now you fancy Ross. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. But it's like, oh, okay, maybe I should, maybe that is a bit weird. Yeah. I don't think it'd gross you out. No. Maybe it's more freaking her out. Maybe. That she hadn't realised. I'd then use the term O. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. That sort of thing. And then we come to the final scene. Russ comes in with a gang in the central perk and says, I guess you heard Rachel dump me. Yeah. Um, she says, um, she said, I remind her too much of someone, do you know who? And Phoebe's helpfully come up and says, oh, Bob Saget. <laughs> she hates yeah. him. Uh, Russ accepts that. Um, so then we get a little returning sub scene. Yes. Julie pops by. Yeah, I quite like this scene. Um, she pops by to give some of Ross's stuff back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Julie and Russ's eyes meet across the... <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> it meets across the sofa. Da, 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 da. They do have sort of like a sort of romantic yeah, music. Because it's a credit scene, yeah. so they got the um, yeah, music rolling. So yeah, I hope that's hope that's the nice ending for both oh, of them. Oh yeah. That's the last time we see Julie, so and last time we see Ross, obviously. So yeah. I feel like it's a bit of a weird one for friends that because it's so sort of um I don't know. There's something about it. I was like, oh it's quite unusual oh really i feel like it's so sort of set up yeah like you know cliche (laughs) so cliche is almost like not surreal but you know what i mean yeah not realistic yeah yeah which i guess lots of friends isn't realistic but um yeah yeah it's a bit different yeah i liked it though yeah i like to imagine them happy together happy together with the cat no, I imagine Russ is allergic to cats. <laughs> yeah, he, he, does, he does look the sort, yeah. <laughs> so, shall we do Best Bits Best Friend? Have you got any remaining best bits? Or highlight any best bits we've already talked about? I think we did... Pretty much all the best bits. There was a bit early on where Phoebe, sort of, uh, Monica was saying about fun Bobby and how she had a terrible couple of months, no boyfriend, mm. job, job not going great. And, but she says, oh, you know, my cup's half full now. And Phoebe goes, full of love. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Monica says about going to the cabin, she says, cabin of love. <laughs> It's like quite a nice little Phoebe bit. Because oh, no one was sort of reacting the yeah. first time. But I'll just carry on with it. She enjoyed it. Um, and I think all the rest we sort of done. Steve Sleeve, obviously. Steve Sleeve, obviously. Um, loved Estelle. Loved the Russ-Ross interactions. Yeah, particularly the crossword bit. Mm. But you could not be more wrong. I feel like I remember you saying that quite a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Russ says, you could not be more wrong. You could try, but you would not be successful. <laughs> I feel like I remember you quite a lot of saying that when we were younger. <laughs> yeah. Or to you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think those are my best bits. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Steve's sleeve, I just love. 
and yeah, all the Russ Ross bits, um, Mendelevium Dysprosium. Um, she buttered a spider into her toast, still one of the greatest <laughs> lines ever. But yeah, some really good lines in this. Yeah, a good episode. A good episode. Um, do you want to say who your best friend is then? Not really. I found this quite tricky, actually. I think quite early on I decided, and I don't think anyone really knocked my opinion. Well, I obviously got someone in mind, but I feel like I always have her in mind. <laughs> Shall I say mine? Yeah. Um, it is Phoebe. Mm. Um, just even though she's not, yeah, she is just sort of a side character here. She's got some so really good lines, and also I sort of like seeing her. Like maybe yeah, maybe slightly differently with the um her being the one sort of going no one's name sleeve, <laughs> and yeah, sort of the Bob Saget stuff. I mean, a lot of people have got good lines here. I don't think anyone's done very badly. No, me neither actually. And obviously Ross David Schwimmer gets a bit of applaudits oh, for playing yeah, two characters. True, yeah. Chandler I thought was very good. I like Chandler in this episode. Yeah, he's funny without being annoying. Um, Monica's got some good lines as well. She has. Joey's storyline is a bit off, but he's, he's quite good, good in, it. in it. Yeah, he is. So I think it's a very solid episode for a lot of people, but I just, I really love some of Phoebe's lines in this um, and just her looks as well. Some great, great outfits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, my best friend is Phoebe. Yeah, because when I was saying, oh, it's hard, well, it's not hard because there is like, oh, you know, no one's like, very good in it. I think that... Everyone is quite good in this episode. Uh, Rachel as well, we didn't really mention her, but she was funny in the Steve sleeve. Obviously, mm. that's her line. But yeah, I think, I mean, it's one of those ones where, yeah, Phoebe doesn't really do much, but she's got a few really good, just like little bits in it. Mm. Good, some good lines. And there's a bit where she sort of says, that when she originally tries to talk to Rachel, and she says hi to her. In that kind of exact, kind of a little bit exasperated way, hi. Oh yeah. And Rachel says, "Oh hi," and she's like, oh, "Hi, yeah." Um, <laughs> I feel like she does that, does that before, where she's like, wants to say anything. It's like, yeah. "Hi, yeah." <laughs> I need to get, I need to get this out. I don't know. Yeah, just like, uh, a, a solid Phoebe. It's quite good. I quite like how persistent she is. Like, mm. she really wants to talk to Rachel about this. Uh, she doesn't just give up. <laughs> I know, and I feel like quite funny how sort of stressed out she actually seems to be about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it to Phoebe too. But yeah, so you say, I mean, a little bit harsh on Ross because he's doing twice the work. <laughs> Ross, Ross. Now it comes to the tricky part of actually mm. scoring it. Yeah, this is very tricky for me. Shall I go first as this is, is my Rats. episode? Mm-hmm. So I really love this episode. Um, I think it's got a lot of nostalgia points, I have yeah. to say. Um, I also really remember um, I had half of it recorded. So from the advert break to the last half I had yeah. recorded, that was the only bit I had recorded. And I think it was the first bit of Friends that I had re- actually on tape. Yeah. And that's why I said about repeating it, because I just wanted to watch that half over oh, and over again really? with the Steve Sleeve stuff <laughs> and the Dysprosium Mendelevium, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. I just watched again and again and again. And I just real, really still love it. I find it's really funny still. And I gave the one with all the poker for point five which is my like first episode it's tricky it's i mean i don't really like the addition of sub but they worked quite well in this episode mm. it's well 
<laughs> I thought I had a score. Turns uh, out I didn't. Was all Turns out I didn't. But yeah, the one with um, the prom video, mm. which obviously is this series, I gave 4.25. You gave that five. You absolutely five. love the one with the prom video. How? Okay. I am going to say. Taking everything into consideration, mm. tossing it all up. Yeah, as you do. I'm going to say four mm-hmm. points. Yes. What is she going to go for? Seven five. Oh, I spoke over it. Sorry. <laughs> it's four point seven five. Whoa. Okay. It's. I think it's between four point five and four point seven five. So I'm going to just give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, I think it's taken there slightly by nostalgia right yeah sure um but i'm allowing it (laughs) (laughs) allow it sure 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 yes i do really like this episode i think it's a shame about the stuff the joey stuff is good in terms of he's very funny in it but obviously the whole subject matter is ideal and i'm not as keen on fun bobby but i didn't actually mind that storyline it sort of bobbed along quite... Bobbed along? Bobbed Yeah, it bobbed along quite well, like Bobby. <laughs> it bobbied along quite well. <laughs> and yeah, just really love Ross. Ross and Ross. So I'm going to give it a very solid 4.25. Fair. Yeah, fair. I was tossing up between 4.25 and 4.5. So maybe it deserved a four point five. I don't know, but I've well, gone that, four. But then that works out quite well because I went higher than four point five. You went lower than four point five, so yeah, it'll even true. out. So next time, yes, we're next time. We're next time, which is how we're all saying it these <laughs> days. Is um, your series two? Yes, I'm quite won- excited. I wonder if I've already mentioned it in my my own deliberations oh interesting we'll have to see Mm. so join us next time for another season two episode in the meantime you can catch us on socials on at pod underscore friends on instagram and on twitter and give us a five star rating guys five stars only please Uh, rate that pod (laughs) a pod share like subscribe that sort of thing that kind of carry on so we'll see you next time bye